Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, fellow patriots. Just a friendly reminder to reach out to me at Laura Marie at talkthestreet.com. I'd love to hear from you because remember, I am our voice, the people's voice. You guys have anything you want to share, concern in your area, or something I might have overlooked or want to just talk about on the air? Feel free to reach out to me anytime because again, I am our voice, the people's voice. We, the people, and we are fed up Americans. And God has given me this opportunity to be our voice. And thank you to all of you who have already reached out. I totally appreciate it. So isn't it interesting that our government can hand out phones to illegals crossing our border by the tens of thousands? You can get a crack pipe (laughs) to smoke some type of thing from the government pretty easily, right? Yet a lot of American families are struggling trying to get baby food. And this administration is scrambling, trying to assist those in need. While they are supporting Planned Parenthood, abortions, now they're attacking our babies, taking away access to baby food. What does that tell you guys? So in addition to a lot of these protesters who are extremely uninformed, it would just make the states in charge of the abortion rights which is how our Constitution was designed. I'm for that, and I'm sure many of you are as well. For some reason, a lot of these protesters, probably being paid by Soros, think that it's just the end of the world and that it's their body and their choice, though two weeks ago it wasn't their body and their choice. If you didn't get the jab, you were evil and bad and couldn't even socialize with you. (laughs) You just can't make this stuff up. One good thing, though, I sure am glad to be called a woman again. These people are just not right in the head. (laughs) I'm sorry, but they're just, I don't understand it. Other than being paid or raised under Obama's 13 years of the new education books, making them woke, anti-white, anti-American, young generation. Other than that, the older people, I, I, I don't have an answer. They're just not right in the head. You know, I don't know about you guys, but if you guys ever looked at like Janet Yellen, Dr. Fraud Fauci, Chuck Schumer, and put them in a Nazi general uniform, wouldn't they look just like Nazis? I'm sorry, but I I can't help myself. It's the only way sometimes that I can tolerate listening to those guys or even watching them on TV. I just can't get it out of my mind. (laughs) But that's just me. It's so beyond obvious that these people are complete communists. Listening to Janet Yellen with her soft little voice, the Treasury Secretary, she said today, if you can believe it, that ridding of the Roe versus Wade would destroy the economy. Really? Are you kidding me? That's wild. What a good little lying Nazi soldier. And then Bezos, another very strange individual, a good little Nazi lying soldier, trying to convince people to change the George Washington University name to erase George Washington, right? Because he was such a bad guy, one of our founding fathers. Well, if he was such a bad guy and a racist because he owned slaves, which many in that era did, is he going to change the name of his paper? 
the Washington Post, being it was also named after George Washington? Or is this another do as I say, not as I do by the Democrats, who also used the Sal Alinsky method to blame others for what you do right out of the Nazi playbook? I get so tired of these hypocrites. And then yesterday, you had the Senate in the chamber voting to codify Roe versus Wade. And Joe Manchin, he should just change to a Republican. But he voted no. He too says that it should be up to the states to make the decision. And that's the way it should be. It shouldn't be federalized. That means that all of us, our taxes pay for abortions. It should be turned over to the state and each individual should learn morals and values, learn to say no, use protection, be more responsible. If you're going to go that route, get in bed with somebody, you should learn from the beginning where it all starts to use protection, preventative, say no. And with that being said, I'm not sure how many are aware that there are 38 wildfires right now burning across the country. Over 475,000 acres are currently burning. In Southern California, there are multi-million dollar homes burning down to the ground, one after the other. That's tragic. I pray for all of those who are affected, and I hope that the fires are put out soon. You know, California keeps talking about these droughts, and in Los Angeles, they just are talking about it. I'm not sure if they put it into effect yet. I'll get back to you once I find out for sure. But I know for sure they're talking about homes conserving water and allowing only six gallons a day. That's insane. I believe it's, what, five gallons to flush a toilet? How can you shower? Wash your dishes. Something's not right there. You know, if California would stop diverting trillions of gallons of fresh water each year into the ocean since Barbara Boxer left office, they might not have a drought. And here they have open borders, letting more and more people in. If we're experiencing a food shortage, lack of water, maybe we shouldn't be allowing hundreds of thousands of people into our country a month having no idea where they're from, not vetting them. If they have a criminal background in a different country, we don't research that. We just research to see if they have a criminal background here in America. That's alarming, guys. While they're going soft on crime, criminals getting busted left and right with illegal guns, why on earth try and take away law-abiding citizens' guns? In California, they passed a bill, anybody under the age of 21. So they used to have the law, you had to be at least 18 years of age to buy a gun, right? And then the government of California passed a bill that you had to be 21. Well, the Ninth Circuit just blew that out of the water and reversed it. They reversed this ban saying that it's unconstitutional. Do they forget like World War II? that the kids were 17, 18, and 19, 20 years old, on the front lines with guns, fighting and killing the enemy for our freedoms and our rights and to live in a free country. I'm so sick of these communists trying to change our country. They are changing our country right under our noses. So Judge Ryan Nelson, United States 
Court of Appeals, the Ninth Circuit, yesterday, he put out a statement, and I quote, Today, we reaffirm that our Constitution still protects the right that enabled their sacrifice, the right of young adults to keep and bear arms. That's awesome. So today, 18-year-olds are not capable of handling guns, they're saying, that they're too immature, yet they were able to fight for us and our, and our freedoms. In my opinion, it's just a, a baby step to gun control. A little bit here, a little bit there, banning ghost guns and now changing the age limit of guns. It's just the beginning baby step steps to take away our guns, which is scary when I shared with you guys before, when the cartel told a friend of mine who is a guard at a prison in California that he can't wait until the cartel gets their cue, gets their orders to take out and kill all white people. I hope that doesn't scare anybody. That's just the facts. That is what he said to a good friend of mine who doesn't lie. The guy is was in the military. He's straight up. And if he tells me something like that, I know it's the truth, in my opinion. I didn't hear the guys say it, but why are they wanting to take away law-abiding citizens' guns when we are watching the chaos in Chicago, which is now in Los Angeles, Philadelphia, New York? People are dying by, with guns, illegal guns like crazy. They are going soft on crime. Why? Was this guy in prison, part of the cartel? Was he right? Are they setting us up? These are just... You know, it could be a conspiracy theory. I don't care. It's just, it's a scary thought to think that that is what they have in store for us. And reminds me again of Obama's oldest daughter in her paper at Harvard when she wrote that she cannot wait till 2030 when there are no more white people. Just kind of all kind of goes in with what's happening today, especially in school teaching our children, American kids to hate white people. Kind of all ties in together. They're really messing with our kids' minds. In China, third graders are learning geometry, statistics. What are our kids in third grade learning right now? Sex, transgender, homosexuality, <laughs> destroying America from within. Scary to think what our future generation is going to be like. You know, the left, they don't care about musicians singing about drugs or rape and posting on social media, but they censor us if we talk about Trump or the election or how Garland, Merrick Garland, was putting up a snitch line at the FBI for parents who are concerned about their children learning sex and left ideology, removing our history and targeting dozens of parents, calling them domestic terrorists. While it's okay for all the protesters to break a law protesting our justices, they should be protected. How much longer are we going to put up with this, guys? They put a fence up. They orchestrated January 6th just so they can put a wall up, a fence over to protect them because they knew that we were going to get to this point. And it's going to get much worse. I see a riot coming in the near future. And I know they are too. They're preparing for it. You know, we've talked before about Joe Biden, Build Back Better for Illegals. While he is still sending pallets of baby formula to the border for illegals while allowing American families to go without. 
So in Massachusetts, a kindergarten teacher brags about teaching five-year-olds white privilege and mocks parents who expressed concern over this lesson. And then a parent in a Colorado school district attempts to read from the book Gender Queer and gets silenced by the board members. This graphic book contains pornography. It can't be read in front of adults, yet it is available for kids to read in schools across the country. And then there's another teacher. She's a fourth grade teacher. She says that she is queer. So a lot of her students are queer because she's queer. (laughs) And then there's a question given to students in a Missouri high school. Check this out, and I quote, Teresa has heard in the news about the fatal shootings of unarmed African-American men by police officers, but does not think it is necessary due to racism. Teresa is most likely a Democrat, B, a black woman, C, a Republican, or D, a Democrat-leaning woman. The answer is C, Republican. Can you believe that is what they're teaching our children in school? Friendly reminder, please look up what fascism is in dictionaries prior to 2009 and what they have in the dictionary today when Obama changed the education books. He also had access to the Webster Dictionary and added fascism is a right wing group. That's a lie. That's what they're doing to our children. And then in Pennsylvania, there's a teacher who hosted a drag show event for students as part of the GSA club. Parents were reportedly not notified. The district had confirmed this morning that the teacher is on leave. They are after our kids, you guys. And then another mom is mad because a doctor dared to suggest that her nine-year-old child is too young to know himself when she wanted her kid to transition. The doctor is correct. Transitioning children is child abuse. I wish I didn't have any more of these stories, but here we go. In Boston, a first grade teacher records an identity share Zoom call with kindergarten to second grade students where he spoke about being transgender. When babies are born, the doctor looks and makes a guess on whether the baby is a boy or a girl. Sometimes the doctor is wrong. If they are right, the baby is cisgender. If they are wrong, the baby is transgender. (laughs) What? That's what they're teaching our kids, guys. And then in another school, trans non-binary elementary teacher says three-year-olds are old enough to learn about gender identity, sexual orientation, and pronouns. These are the people teaching your kids. There is a church in Chicago and it is fasting from whiteness during Lent by not using any music created by white people. <laughs> what? And then in Texas, there's an elementary school is holding Pride Week this week. They exposed their agenda and found footage of a Pride Parade, which they made students take part of. Seriously. And in Austin, an elementary school holds a Pride Parade there too. They say you need, the parents need to respect their privacy. Pray, guys. Pray that we can save these kids. 
They have no business being taught this. They need to be learning their numbers, their letters, how to read, how to write, how to add, who can excel into higher grade levels, be normal kids, socialize. That's what they're doing in other countries, except for ours. They're teaching them about sex and gender identity, pushing some kids into a place that they would not typically go into. They never discussed the children or young adults that had sex change who regret it later on. They never talk about those people, and there are many. And with that, I'm going to take a break. I need to, (laughs) probably like you guys do too. It's crazy out there. We'll be right back. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie. Welcome back, fellow patriots. Let's all say a prayer for Cardinal Zen. He's a 90-year-old Cardinal Archbishop of Hong Kong. He is one of 209 cardinals, and he is now arrested. He was assisting or actually participating in a protest to help those left behind, behind enemy lines, or were arrested by the communist Chinese government for doing nothing, being pulled out of their homes and have no money to get out of jail. So he and other protesters, they are members of a pro-democracy group in Hong Kong, try and raise money to get these people out of prison. And this morning, he was arrested along with the other members of the group. Cardinal Zen has been a critic of Pope Francis, like many of us have. You know, remember, Pope Francis was raised a Nazi, and it explains a lot why he's gone political and why he was against Trump in the beginning. I'll never forget his face when he first met Trump wouldn't touch him, stood away, and just had not a very happy look on his face. But in 2018, Cardinal Zen spoke out against the Vatican for working out a deal with the CCP. They gave the CCP rights to assist in naming bishops. Cardinal Zen disapproved. The Vatican gave the Communist Party major authority in hopes they'd get along to where Christians wouldn't be prosecuted as much was their excuse. Cardinal Zen said, what planet are these leaders in Rome from? Where they come from to think they can trust the Chinese government? They are nuts, Cardinal Zen commented. The Holy See press office put out a statement, and I quote, the Holy See has learned with concern the news of the arrest of Cardinal Zen and is following the development of the situation with extreme attention. So what is the Vatican going to do to respond? If they don't do anything, it'll show complete control over the Vatican and out of, out of fear. And they'll probably eliminate Cardinal Zen. And if they fight to get Cardinal Zen out, they could cause a lot of trouble. And the Chinese could go back to murdering and slaughtering many Christians and Catholics around the world. The Vatican have themselves in a very tough situation. So let's pray for Cardinal Zen and his safe return. Thank you, God. Let's shift gears to the Biden administration, the other communists. I've come to the conclusion that Joe Biden is only good for a few things. Not making any sense, lying, blaming others for what he is doing, destroying America from within, 
most of all, proved what a great president Donald J. Trump was and still should be being this election was stolen. So one of the things he just did while we are all struggling with high gas prices, record high, he cancels one of the most high profile oil and gas lease opportunities, which halts the potential to drill for oil in over 1 million acres in Cook Inlet in Alaska. During this challenging political moment when gas prices are hitting painful record highs, why is he doing this? And then he goes and blames the oil companies. He blames everybody else while he's doing this own destruction right here. That guy is so corrupt and so compromised, he can care less about you and I. It's so obvious. In January of 2021, when Biden's inauguration, the inflation rate was at 1.4%. In March of 2021, Biden signs the $1.9 trillion COVID relief bill, which part of that bill in New Mexico is paying for illegals. The money for that bill, I should say, sorry. The money from that bill in New Mexico is being used for illegals to go and attend college. And it's being used for other things for illegals around the country. So in March of 2021, when he signed that $1.9 trillion COVID relief bill, the inflation rate went to 2.6%. And then in August of 2021, the Democrats proposed the $3.9 trillion budget plan that raised inflation rate to 5.3%. And then in November of 2021, Biden signs another $1 trillion infrastructure package plan, raising the inflation rate to 6.8%. February 2022, Ukraine invasion. Our inflation rate is at 7.9%. In March of 2022, our inflation rate was at 8.5%. So let's destroy the housing market that has been flourishing, keeping the economy going. So they raise the interest rates. Last month, the inflation rate drops 8.3%. They just raised the interest rates earlier this week, another half percent. And they are scheduled to raise interest rates five more times this year, four times next year. We got Jimmy Carter all over again, but this time way worse. So with all of this going on, all the statistics proving what Joe Biden's policies have done and how the inflation has gotten so high since he stole the office. The media, of course, won't cover it because they're in the pocket of the Communist Party. Biden is still claiming that he inherited an economy on the brink of a Great Depression. He blames Trump for all of his failures. <laughs> One thing that Obama, Hillary, and Biden have in common is their incredible ability to blame others for their political failures and the failures of the entire far-left extremists in the Democrat Party. They have no shame in claiming they have no blame. How scary is that? These guys are that corrupt. We said that all during the Obama administration. And, you know, Obama said he wanted to have another term and how he'd love to be the earpiece. And who better to do that than Joe Biden, who can't even talk? That's why many people say that Obama is actually in charge. The same guy who blamed 
Bush for eight years for all of his failed policies and took credit when things were good the few times. But he did the same thing, open borders, blamed others, horrible policies. You were a racist. Use his skin color if you called him out on it. And now they're using a guy who has a brain as a vegetable for the same thing. We all pray that this election gets overturned. President Trump has given us hope not to give up on our country. In Truth Social today, Donald J. Trump posted, and I quote, 2,000 mules is incredible and hot. It shows conclusively that the election was rigged and stolen, but law enforcement is doing nothing. What kind of country are we now living in? And he's right. So far that I know of, three people have been arrested being the mules stuffing mailboxes. So that's a good sign. It's a start. Let's see who else they get. I know some of the Democrats, like in Michigan, will refuse to remove the mailboxes for mail-in ballots, just like they have refused to allow the police to monitor the boxes or any cameras to watch over them. (laughs) I mean, why don't they just come out and just say it? They're going to cheat. We're going to cheat. We're going to put in who we want to put in and deal with it. The disinformation czar, the Ministry of Truth. How many do you know the Ministry of Truth is something that Hitler used, Stalin used? And I believe there's one other Nazi evil leader also used Ministry of Truth. It's like, it's like the globalists are throwing it down our throats, wanting us to pull a civil war, especially since Obama made it to where our military is able to murder and kill American citizens. It's like they want us to riot the Capitol. They really are just pushing us. And why? They were able to put a fence up around them to protect them up in Washington while they have our borders open, telling us the fence doesn't work, while they have the military up there protecting them. What is it, over 4,000? And the general that they have there is Nancy Nutcase Pelosi's pet. And he's such a communist, thanks to Obama giving the good generals, captains and leaders of our military, their yellow slips while they were on the front lines. Never forget. And also never forget when he was running against Mitt Romney, 17 districts in Ohio. I want to say it was Ohio, but I'll never forget. 17 districts had zero votes for Romney. That is statistically impossible. Now, I remember some of the black folks that came out in protest and said, wait a minute, I voted for Romney. And they were shut down, never to be heard from again. Well, I hope everybody has a good evening. Remember to reach out anytime to Laura Marie at talkthestreet.com, or you can go to my website at talkthestreet.com. I'd love to hear from you guys. And those of you who have reached out, thank you. Loved hearing from you. Have faith. Praise God. Stay strong. Be prepared. You are listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie.